0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast, guys. My name is Jacob. I will be your host. And today's topic is one that is... It's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. But um, I'm kind of doing that for the sake of brevity. So that way I don't get kind of carried on. You guys kind of lose track of what I'm talking about. And it's its a little easier to to comprehend, I guess you could say. But um, there, there are a lot of misconceptions around Mary though and praying to the saints and I'll probably cover most of that in another episode or uh, episodes um, because there's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstanding around just the Marian dogmas that I could probably make its own podcast out of so later on down the road I'll tackle some of that stuff and yeah so But today, the specific thing I wanted to talk about was praying the rosary. And a lot of the times what you're going to hear and have thrown at you is from Matthew 6, which reads, But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. And, and, you know, Protestants Protestants will say, you know, well, you're, you're just repeating the same prayer over and over and over and over again. And the key word in that Bible verse is vain, vain repetition. Some translations won't use vain. It'll use like babbling or something of that nature. But in the context of this, what Jesus is talking about is empty phrases, you know, things that, that don't mean anything. There's no, there's no heart behind it. There, there is no, there, there's nothing behind it. They're just empty phrases and it means nothing. And he's referring to the pagans of the time who would ramble on in their prayers to please their gods that they were, uh, you know, worshiping. And they had to say all the right words and say all of their names and, you know, X, Y and Z just in order so that they could go about their day and not bring a curse upon themselves. So that's what that verse is referring to. And as I, and I'll break down the rosary kind of bit by bit to show you that when we pray the Rosary, it is not vain repetition. But even in the Old Testament, I believe it's Dan, no uh, Psalm, sorry, I think Psalms 55, um, it talks about how uh, they prayed you know three times a day. you know they, they would repeat the same prayer three times a day. And that, I mean, that's just an example of, you know, repetitive prayer. And it's granted, it's not, you know, back to back like the rosary is. That's the only difference, but it's still repetitive prayer. And so it's not condemning, you know, all forms of repetitive prayer. It's condemning forms of prayer that repetitive prayer, sorry, that mean nothing, that have no meaning behind them. And that and there is no point to them. So if you look at a rosary or if you go to a, uh, or you, you know, you can just look this up online, but every rosary starts off with um, an act of faith. So you say, the Apostles' Creed, which is an act of faith. And then depending on the day, you will say, or not sorry, not say, but you will meditate on any one of four different mysteries. And these mysteries come from key events uh throughout the Bible. So I'll go I'll go over a couple of them real quick. So the the joyful mysteries, which is the annunciation when Mary Uh, was told that she was going to conceive of the Lord. Uh, The visitation of Mary to Elizabeth, so when Mary went to visit her cousin. Uh, The nativity, the presentation of of our Lord in the temple, and then finding Jesus in the temple. And then if you move on, you have the Sorrowful Mysteries, which is basically Christ's passion. Not basically, it is. It's Christ's passion and death. So the agony in the garden, the scourging at the pillar, crowning with thorns, the uh, carrying the cross and his crucifixion, and then it it kind of goes in chronological order of events, kind of. But if you want to look the look them up, you can go and you can you can find them just about anywhere online. But those. Those are the mysteries, depending on the day, that you're going to meditate on. And what I mean by meditate is, is you're trying to understand them on a deeper level. So you're trying to, you're trying to understand them, not through our own imagination or through our our, our own understanding, but through the understanding of, obviously, Christ himself, but through the eyes, see them through the eyes of Mary. And the Catechism of the Church says this in paragraph 2706 on regarding meditation. And it says, "To meditate on what we read helps us to make it our own by confronting it with ourselves. Here another book is opened, the Book of Life. We pass uh, from thoughts to reality to the extent that we are humble and faithful. We discover in meditation the movements, that stir the heart and we are able to discern them. It is a question of acting truthfully in order to come into the light. So meditation is not, it's not just, you know, just simply praying, but taking what we know and read from the Bible. And in the case of the rosary, taking the mysteries and understand, you know, understanding them and connecting with them on a deep, intimate level. And praying through Mary. And I think that's a better way of putting it, not necessarily saying we pray to Mary, but we're praying through Mary to Christ. And we're trying to understand these mysteries, how she saw them, how she saw them and how Christ experienced and lived them. Because in turn, that's how we will grow closer, 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 sorry, closer to Christ. Um, but I know necessarily that's not what uh, our Protestant brothers and sisters might be talking about. They might be talking about, well, no, we get, you know, you guys meditate on, you know, key key events in the Bible. But we're talking about, you know, you repeat the Hail Mary over and over and over. And the only thing I would say to that is, is the Hail Mary is reciting scripture, I mean, it, the Hail Mary, the the first little half of the Hail Mary, is from Luke, uh, from the book of Luke, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, and told her that she was going to conceive of Christ, and in the hail, in the first half of the Hail Mary, goes Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, and hail is just bringing attention to the fact that. She, Mary, is full of grace, so favored by the Lord. And, you know, X, Y, and Z. So the Hail Mary is in no way praising or glorifying or praising and worshiping Mary, because even at the very end of the rosary, or not the rosary, sorry, uh, the very end of the Hail Mary, you uh, you say, um, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. So we're just simply asking her for her intercession and for her prayers, if that may, if, if you're tracking along with me. So we're not we're not worshiping Mary when we say the Hail Mary. We're asking for her prayers, and when we pray the Rosary, it is not in vain, because, or it shouldn't be. You I mean you should be meditating on these these mysteries, but we. We're trying to understand key events in Christ's life on a deep, intimate level when we pray the rosary. And that, in in a nutshell, is why the rosary is not what Christ is referring to. He's not referring to the rosary. He didn't, you know, in his omnipotence and, you know, his glory, foresee you know, Catholics doing this, you know, later in the future and be like, okay, I need to say something about it now. No, he's referring to to the pagans of the day who would babble on about nothingness in order to, peace, to appease and, you know, please the gods that they worshipped just so they could go about their day. So hopefully that answers the question, or answers the question and kind of clears things up for people who maybe didn't know. But I hope you guys all have an amazing day. I hope you are doing well. And I will see you guys next time. God bless.